Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, The Secret to Overcoming Worry. Some time ago, a song came out that was titled, Don't Worry, Be Happy. But why? Why? The song has no basis for not worrying. Just saying, don't worry, be happy doesn't cut it. In Matthew 6, Jesus gave us the actual basis for overcoming worry. He said in Matthew 6.31, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? In context, Jesus is saying to those who know God as their Father that they have no need to worry because God cares for them. Jesus does not want his people to worry. We want to be wise and responsible, but not worry. Being human, there are times when we will be troubled in our soul about various things. This is not necessarily sin. Paul spoke of a time when he had no rest and being troubled on every side. Quote, outside were conflicts, inside were fears, 2 Corinthians 7, 5. The issue is not that we are never troubled. Rather, the issue is how we deal with it. And here, according to Jesus, is the key. Matthew 6, 32, For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. The Gentiles represent those who don't know God, those who are not in covenant relationship with Him. Since they don't know God as Father, they give their whole life seeking to provide for themselves, and they are always worried about it. They worry about the economy. They worry about their job. They worry about the news, which would scare anyone in their right mind. Christ is dealing with an attitude, a matter of the heart, the issue of faith. Christ tells his people not to worry and obsess over the basic necessities of life because our Heavenly Father knows that we need all these things. God knows and he cares. And that, my friend, changes everything. In reality, we are not really providing for ourselves. God provides for us, just like he does for the birds. Yes, we still have to work, but beyond our working is the fact that God is at work. Our work is a reality of his work. Knowing this changes everything in terms of our whole disposition toward worry. We know that as we ask God for our daily bread, that he already knows what we need. As believers, we are to have confidence in our all-powerful and all-caring Heavenly Father. This puts our mind at ease. Jesus continued, Matthew 6:33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. In contrast to the unsaved Gentiles who are preoccupied with making a living as if that is their ultimate purpose, in contrast, we as God's people are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is a matter of first priority. Keep God first. The kingdom is to be top priority. The emphasis here is on living in light of eternity. Ultimately, we are headed for the kingdom as God's people, and we should therefore live accordingly. It is kingdom truth that will endure forever. And the exhortation to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness first comes with a promise. Jesus says as we do this, quote, 
All these things shall be added to you. All these things are the necessities of life. As you make God your priority, he will take care of your needs in keeping with his will and purpose for your life. Notice that contrary to what prosperity gospel teachers claim, Jesus does not say that God will provide luxury items. He doesn't promise you wealth, but rather to meet your basic needs. What we eat, drink, and wear applies to the basic necessities of life, the basic essentials. Here is the main point. Jesus calls for his disciples to seek God first in their lives. God is to be our number one priority. And then, when we do so, we have God's promise that he will take care of us. And finally, Jesus says in Matthew 6.34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Got it? Do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is the third therefore in this section combined with do not worry as seen in verses 25, 31, and 34. This threefold series of therefore serves to develop the main point that Christ is emphasizing. Verse 25, therefore, consistent with the admonition to focus on things above, don't worry about the necessities of life. Verse 31, therefore, in light of the reality of God's care, don't worry about the necessities of life. Verse 34, therefore, in view of the fact that God knows your needs and has promised to provide if you seek him first, take one day at a time and do not worry about tomorrow. Jesus concludes with this wisdom point. If you know God as your father who takes care of you, then don't fretfully worry about tomorrow. Take one day at a time. Most of what we worry about involves the future. We worry about what's going to happen. And the mind has the tendency to think the worst. Don't worry and fret about what tomorrow may bring. Just take one day at a time. Just deal with today. Isn't that good of God to give us just one day at a time to deal with the stresses of life? This teaches us that God's grace is dispensed as daily grace. He gives us grace day by day. He didn't give the Jews a month's worth of manna at a time day by day. He doesn't give us a month's worth of grace for today, but rather just enough for what is needed today. Don't try to live in the future with today's grace. Live in the present. James says, we don't even know if we're going to be alive tomorrow. The Lord wills we shall live and do this or that. Stop fretting and being all worried about tomorrow. Just focus on today. Just take one day at a time. This is great wisdom to live by. Can you trust God for your eternity? Can you trust him for tomorrow? Yes, of course. So just do as he says and deal with today and leave tomorrow for tomorrow. Again, Jesus is dealing with worry. As we study the whole counsel of God, there is a place for planning. Paul made travel plans, and in that sense, he was thinking about tomorrow. Jesus recognizes that we will have troubles. John 16, 33, in this world you have tribulation. Jesus didn't promise a trouble-free experience. 
Rather, he tells us to deal with the troubles of life one day at a time. Don't borrow from tomorrow's trouble. Should there even be a tomorrow? That is too much. Just deal with today's issues today. Leave tomorrow to tomorrow. How about a new song? Don't worry. Trust God. The real secret to overcoming worry is knowing God as your Father. God is bigger than all our worries. We can trust Him with everything. Lord, we thank you for this teaching. We all need it. We, being human, we, we kind of tend to worry, and you know us well. And uh, Lord, you tell us to put our focus on, on the Father. Uh, who is in charge of our lives, uh, who is uh, shepherding us all along. And uh, we can rest in your care, casting all of our cares upon you because you care for us. Lord, how wonderful that is. We're not just going through life, making it on our own. It's not just up to us as the Gentiles have the perspective. It's all up to them and they're fretting and worrying every step of the way. Lord, we have you as our father. This makes all the difference. It is the secret for overcoming worry. Lord, help us to trust you today. Not worry along, but take one step at a time, one day at a time, looking to you uh, as our Heavenly Father. Lord, thank you for your grace at work in our lives day by day. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.